have to examine ourselves, constantly challenge our own biases, and we have to be anti-racist. And it really bothers me that I don't see anybody talking about this. Mocha Mamas is a candid conversation led by two moms of color about race, culture, justice, and social change. We believe that there is power and value when a variety of voices come together to engage in this very important conversation. So no matter what your experience or background may be, there's a place for you at Mocha Mamas. All we ask is that you come ready to learn and that you are always respectful of others. We hope you're ready because the conversation starts now. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mocha Mamas. I am Inez, your Mocha Mamas host, and I am here with Christy, our Mocha Mamas co-host. And Christy's been gone for a couple of weeks, so I'm really happy to have you back, Christy. Oh, yay. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I, yes, I, I missed you. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to have a conversation about something that's going on right now. Uh, I, I'm sure you, if you watch the news at all, I actually don't watch the news. I don't know if you do, Christy. I, really I had don't. to stop. I had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I do. I am on social media. So that's kind of how I see things right. that are going on. And so something right now that's going on is um, protesting. And so we want to talk about that today because there is a clear hypocrisy when I when I look at the protesters, I just can clearly see that there is uh, a major hypocrisy in our nation. So we're not going to talk about whether people should be protesting or not. We're not talking about people's rights to work or our, our rights being infringed on. That's not what this conversation about is about today. This mm-hmm. conversation is about race and it's about the would would some of the things that are going on with the protesters right now the things that they're doing would what would happen if these were black and brown people doing this right so right so that's what the conversation is about today so Chrissy uh you and I were just looking at a video I had I sent you uh, of um that was on Instagram that I had seen on Sean King who I love I I I love him um, I just like, he just makes you think, you know, like the things yeah. that he posts and, um, he's pretty bold, but, uh, so I had seen on his post and, and I, I've seen several images of protesters and people standing with rifles <laughs> protesting and it's just crazy to me. And, and again, this isn't about whether or not they can be or should be protesting. That's not what it's about. Um, but we were watching this video and there's this man standing in a mask, not a fa- not a medical mask that's to protect him from getting coronavirus. I mean, a face mask covering his entire face. And he had a rifle. And there's mm-hmm. several men standing around all with rifles. Right. And it's shocking, right? <laughs> like, it's really disturbing. It is. They're able to just walk around like that. It's crazy. It is crazy. So when I look at that, I just, I can't, I have to ask myself the question, 
what if that was a black man standing there with five black men behind him or however many there were, um, <laughs> you know, like I, I do want to point out they were practicing social distancing. It looked like, so, um, <laughs> but like, what if that, what if, what if those, what if that crowd, because they were not, and, and I'm not saying, cause I know that people are going to say, well, it's not just white people out there. I, there probably are, people of color out there if you right, without see pictures guns. of some please send me some <laughs> because I have exactly without rifles um exactly there there might be and if you've seen some please send me a picture because I'd love to see that because I haven't right. seen that like I was actually looking through pictures and through crowds scanning crowds to see if I could spot some people of color in these protesting mm-hmm. um and I haven't seen it but I'm not saying because I'm I'm sure that there have been some that are, you know, that are in this uh, fighting this cause too, or, or, you know, however you want to put it. So I'm not saying that they're not, but by and large, when you look at those crowds, like you have to scan to try to find one that's not. Right. So, so, so just, you know, I look at that and I think like, what if the, what if the script was flipped? Like, what if it was a sea of brown faces, black, people brown people like what how would law enforcement respond to that um how would we respond in in just in general how would people in general because I see a lot of support for the protesters and again it's not about them protesting uh or their right to protest but would we be supportive of this if if the tables were turned well, I think you know the answer to that question. <laughs> well, I do. No, I do. But we have to talk I about mean, it. I know. But, like, when you see other things happening that are super simple, like, I think in Philadelphia or something like that, some guy was pulled off of a bus or something because he didn't have on a mask. And, like, police officers, like, wrestled this guy off this bus wow, because he really? didn't have on a face mask. So I'm thinking, okay, if something like that could cause police to literally, you know, pull and throw someone off of a bus because he's not wearing a mask. I can imagine if this guy had on a mask and a gun and was on the bus or something like that, what would have occurred? You know, so obviously something small like that can ignite hostility. So Mm -hmm. some large like people walking around with guns and masks and they're black or brown uh, who knows how that situation would end well actually I know how it would end <laughs> yeah I mean you see people protesting other other causes so you, you'll see black people protesting a cause and then there's like tear gas and all right. these yeah. And, you know, I was reading and I don't know the numbers uh, as of now, but I was reading about, I forget, I don't remember if it was Michigan or Kentucky. Um, I forget where it was, but I was reading about one of the protests that was going on and one person was arrested. One. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I just think like, if then I read somewhere, I forget, I think it was in Michigan, there was, like, hundreds of people, like, uh, I don't know if it was hundreds, but, like, they were just, like, passing out tickets to, and it was black people that were mm-hmm. in this park, and they were 
passing out tickets to them for being in a park. <laughs> but one person, and in both cases, there were, you know, there were laws that were being broken. So I'm not saying, or, or rules or guidelines, whatever you want to call it. I know right, right now it's like, and everyone has their opinion on should these be rules and laws. And obviously that's why the protesting is going on. But in both cases, they were doing something that would, that they were not supposed to be doing or that you could, you know, you could, I guess you could make a case either way, but right. Both cases could have warranted for a ticket. Right. I guess um, another thing that I thought was like, if they are protesting and standing behind the fact that, you know, maybe this, cause I've seen where people have been interviewed as well. And they'll say things like, oh, it's not as big as a, of a deal as they try to make it out to be, but they're wearing masks. So you either <laughs> yeah. you think it's a big deal or you don't. Like, <laughs> as it's like, you do, do you even know what, what, what you're protesting? Like, I'm, I'm confused that they, because they're obviously confused <laughs> by a lot of things. And I'm like, um, I think one guy was saying uh, that it was bet, that life, what did he say, life? wasn't as important as going to work or something like that. Yes, I think I saw that. (laughs) In the world. So it's almost like they don't even really know why they're, why they stand by by this cause. Like, what is the basis of you guys standing out here risking your life, basically, because you obviously are afraid of something for having this mask on while protesting the very thing that you don't think actually exists. Yeah, I saw a picture of a guy... (laughs) Oh my goodness, this is funny. I don't know. I don't know if it was a guy or a girl actually, because somebody had commented, like called to call, said it was a woman, but you really couldn't tell because you couldn't see anything about this person. Like they were wearing a jumpsuit, like we're mm-hmm. covered, and um, uh, not just a not a ma- well a fa- a mask over the nose and mouth, but then also like goggles like a but like the ones that they're wearing in the hospitals you know where it has the thing that comes like the shield that comes all the way down. right yeah <laughs> like wow. there was not like I mean the person probably wasn't even identifiable to people that know the person like you couldn't see and then <laughs> the person was holding a sign saying that I forget exactly what it said but it was like uh coronavirus isn't real or something like that you know and there was a guy behind that person like in a t-shirt no mask and I'm like uh that guy should be holding (laughs) right (laughs) because you know and and I did see an interview of a woman who said that she believes that it's real she was out there protesting uh I think she had a face mask on I don't remember but she said she believes that it's real and she does believe that people are dying, but she does not believe that she believes that it should be up to the people to work or not. Okay, so you do believe it's real, but you still believe that you should be able to work. And um, and I get that. Like, I get that people are losing their jobs that, you know, now they're, they're we're, we're a month, over, a little over a month in, right? And now, like... So I'm sure like the stress and anxiety is really starting to set in on people who aren't able to work and who, who need to work. Like I, I get that. I know people that are in that boat and people who, like, I know people that probably would join a protest tomorrow, you know, like if there was one nearby and like, I 
I get that. I really do. It's just, it's to me, it's more a matter of like the hypocrisy and what's going on and what some of the protesters, and yes, some of them, like I'm, I, a lot of them are, it's peaceful. I've seen some that aren't peaceful, but I have seen a lot that are, but it's not about that. It's about even if there were black people that were out exactly. there peacefully protesting, peaceful. right. this wouldn't, like it would, people would be being arrested even if they're being peaceful or they'd be shooed off or tear gassed, you know, and that's, the problem. And I think that for, for people that are listening, that maybe you just don't get what we're saying, or you think, you know, like, oh, why do you have to make everything about race? And why are you turning this into like a race thing? This is a prime example of white privilege. Yes, absolutely. That that a man, a white, (laughs) that that a man could go out there with a mat where his face, like, you can't see him. Like, it's like, I think it's, it looks like he's trying to be like one of the founding fathers or something, but, but even like if, uh, if he walked into a bank, you know, somebody could walk in somewhere like to rob a bank or whatever. Like if I saw, if I passed somebody on the street with that mask, like I would feel uneasy because I don't know why they're wearing it or where they're going, right. or what they're going to do. And so like, I would have an uneasy feeling. And so the fact that he could stand there with that mask and stand there with a weapon, like it's crazy. It's just crazy. Absolutely. Like that is white privilege that he can yeah. stand there. And it, there's, you know, and I, I know there's law enforcement nearby making sure nothing gets out of hand. I get that. But if that were a black man, he would not even be allowed to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, um, Sean King even referred to, um, the 12 year old Tamir Rice when he mm-hmm. did that post that you showed me. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even have a real gun. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. So imagine grown men with actual guns. What would happen to them? Yeah. When there was a a guy, um, just this was earlier this week. I watched the video of it and I cried like uh, in San Leandro, which is actually not too far from where I live. It's in the Bay Area here in California, and. Um, there was a, a guy, I didn't get the whole story, uh, and the recording started, you know, there was already something going on. He was a black man. He had a, he, he did have a quote unquote weapon. He had a bat in his hand. Um, and there was, uh, it, it was some type of a mental health issue. Like say he was under some kind of distress, like me- it was mental health related and he was he in the end he was killed like the police killed him and um and he wasn't even like at the point where I saw it and again I didn't see it from the beginning but at the point where I saw it like he wasn't hitting anyone he wasn't like I think he was just under he was distressed you know and um yeah. he had the bat I think like he was like defensive and obviously he could have hit them I get that uh with the bat and so like I get like tasing him to you know to be able to get him to drop the bat or whatever, but they didn't just tase him. I mean, like they shot him, they killed him. They killed him. They mm. killed him for carrying mm. a bat. And it's just like, wow. And this was, I think it was like, oh, I don't know if it was a Walmart or where it was, it was some kind of a store. It was in a store, people standing by. I, I just like, mm. oh, it makes me want to cry even just talking about it. But yeah, like, so I'm sorry like you cannot you cannot 
tell me that if it was black men standing out there, a black man with a mask and a gun, you cannot tell me yeah. that he wouldn't be at the very least arrested. Yeah. Mm. That is so sad. It is. It is. And, and the reason why I think it's important that we talk about this is because because people need to understand that this is real, this is going on, and that it's not fair. And that if you think that racism doesn't exist or you think that um, inequality doesn't exist, like, you're wrong. You're wrong. Like, just look at this situation. Like, this is such an example of that. Yeah. And, like, how people are being... Just the difference in how black and brown people are treated versus how white people are treated in situations like this and, you know, just how things escalate. And, And so I think, like, we really... We have to challenge ourselves and ask ourselves why. Like, why... Why does this happen? And if you don't believe that it's because of racism, then keep asking. Then, then I think it's especially important that you ask yourself, why is that? Because I think that it will reveal right. probably some biases that you might even have, like right, or some, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, some stereotypes that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bought into like you know if, if yeah because sure. if, if you believe that I mean like it's not a matter of believing like yes or no this would or wouldn't happen we know that we know like we can we can tell you story after story after story and give you example yeah. after example of a different of differences in how black people are treated versus white people in situations like this like we can give you so many examples of it. So it's not even, I mean, if you're going to question that that's even true, like this probably isn't the podcast for you, to be honest. Like I just, right. I, I, this sounds kind of rude, but I don't think you're, if someone's not even willing to admit that, you're probably not ready for this conversation. But absolutely, so that's not the question, but the question is like, okay, I think as you start peeling back, like, well, why does this happen? Then you'll start mm-hmm. revealing even some, maybe some stereotypes that you have bought into. Well, black men yeah. are scary or intimidating or, you know, they're yeah. more likely to be violent or whatever. You know, like, you'll, you have to start peeling back those layers of your own biases and your own, like, the stereotypes that you have bought into. And, right. Um, because it's... It's not. This is not okay. Absolutely. Since you brought up stereotypes, um, I thought about, I don't know if you saw the um, the TikTok that the teenager did with her boyfriend. Um, and I think they ended up getting, like, expelled from school. Anyways, there was a whole lot of, a big issue about that situation. But um, in the TikTok video they had these basic like stereotypes of what makes up black people like something as simple as they like fried chicken and watermelon but then they went to um so wait i'm assuming these are white kids oh yes these were white kids (laughs) they were white high schoolers i think they were seniors and 
so they had like these little um, cups and they had pieces of paper under the cups and they would represent how much of this amount of something they have that black people have kind of like you're making a cake or something like that so they have this much of likeness for fried chicken and watermelon and they have this much of you know um I can't think of another thing that they said right now but um one of the big ones was like go to jail and then they had like tons and tons of water for that one and like um there was another one like um they oh don't don't have a dad or something like that Mm. like Mm. stuff like that and it's really crazy that these are like high schoolers so you can imagine what adults might think who have these like innate stereotypes in the back of their mind of what a black person is made up of you know what kind of personality traits they have or what kind of life they live and stuff like that so since you brought that up I wanted to bring that up because these as mothers you know people who are listening to this podcast we're raising these kids to go out into the into the world Mm -hmm. and these were teenagers that were about to graduate and can you imagine them working in like an office setting with other black people and in the back of their mind this is what they think of other black people right and so that comes out in the way that you treat them and I think like that's why we yeah we have to ask ourselves why because then I think like well clearly and I want to be I want to be like I want to say this like I'm not in any way saying that every police officer treats black people like this or whatever you know I'm not in any way shape or form trying to say that what I'm saying is that it does happen and that's not something that we can reasonably deny um Mm -hmm. but yeah so like it just you have to ask the question like what are the stereotypes like why why do police officers I've seen videos of you know a police officer going oh her name is escaping me right now um the one that was killed it was like two o'clock in the morning she's playing video games on her couch and the neighbor called to have a a well a wellness check at her her house because her gate was open or something was like not normal uh and Mm -hmm. so they the police officer went to check she ended up being killed but you know she got up to see because she heard somebody obviously out there she got up no weapon or anything you see her they were doing a wellness check and then killed her and killed her and they got so she got up to look to see what was going on and he shot her and killed her and so but you could see that the police officer like because he has his body cam you know like you can Mm -hmm. see that he is like he's afraid and so I'm like why are you afraid like this is your job to go and and so it's like did he know like it was that a a is that a predominantly black neighborhood? Like, was he fearful or just afraid of being in that neighborhood because it's black people? I don't know why he was afraid. I don't know why he felt threatened about a, a black woman coming to the window to look to see what was going on. But like, we have to ask ourselves these questions and examine, like, because I do, I, I think so much of it goes back to the, the implicit biases that we have the stereotypes that people believe and yeah outright racism you know right it's just it's crazy and it's not 
um, going back to the protesting and all that, uh, I know we kind of gotten off, um, but I think it's a good conversation to have and yeah, just like, sure. it's, it's just not right. And I just beg people that are listening when you see those images, try to reverse the roles there of the, the color of people and imagine what, what do you think would be going on if it was the other way around? For sure. So, um, I don't know, you know, normally I have like tips or whatever. I don't think I have any other than right. like, exa- you know, like we have to examine ourselves, constantly challenge our own biases and we have to be anti-racist. And it really bothers me that I don't see anybody talking about this. Um, I, I, I mean, I see people talking about it. I shouldn't say that. I see very few people talking about it and the people that I do see talking about it are people of color and Mm -hmm. I don't see anyone. um, I'm sure there are, but I I personally can't think of one that I've seen so far of a, a white person posting about this and raising awareness for this. So if you're listening, I, and it doesn't matter what color you are, but I will especially appeal to white people. (laughs) If you are listening and you, and you see this, going on like raise awareness to it ask people the question like it doesn't even have to be you don't have to get into an argument with people just ask the question that we asked you what if it if if tables were turned what do you think it would look like what would be going on and just get people to stop and think and recognize the, the the hypocrisy and the privilege that white people have that they can step out and do something like that where we would never be able to do that. Exactly. Thank you. Hit the nail on the head. Why? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Mocha Mamas. We really want to know what you have to say about this subject. So we invite you to join us and further the conversation in our Mocha Mamas Facebook group. You can also reach out to us on social media. We are Mocha Mamas Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you loved today's episode, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. It helps us to get word out about the Mocha Mamas podcast. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to our next conversation with you.